begins again. Hi, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. Join me Monday through Friday for more Psycho Mayhem Morning Show on YouTube Live, Facebook, and all major podcasting platforms where we talk about all the major biker news going on in the scene. Rock on! And how you guys doing? Welcome to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. It's going to be one of them episodes today. Got some information that has not made it into the mainstream media. Thanks to uh, people that watch the show and stuff. And want to get the word out there for people to know what's uh, happening in the scene. Uh, the video that I'm going to be uh, displaying in a couple minutes has to do with civilians... And even uh, independent bikers being fed up with how clubs or a club down in Texas is uh, handling things. One thing I have always said was, and people didn't believe it, was there was like only 30% uh, of independents that uh, support motorcycle clubs. And that's because of some of the stuff that uh, happens. A lot of people are getting sick and tired of, you know, seeing this in the news, seeing that in the news, or from my understanding of what is happening in the bars down there, where now only specific uh, clubs are being told, hey, ain't happening no more. You're not allowed in this bar. People have to realize that uh, these bar owners are going through a hell of a time right now with all these uh, COVID-19 restrictions. They've already lost their ass. And they can't afford to have clubs coming there with their beefs. You know, that's just putting it straightforward out on the line. And, you know, most of this segment I'm going to be given because they don't usually have a voice. I'm going to give uh, the independents and uh, the civilians a voice. And I'll try to give a club's uh, side, but I really don't know how in, in a situation like this. When I seen the video, I was like, holy crap. You know, I was like, wow, that's all I have to say. Uh, it's like you had women throwing hands the whole nine yards, man, uh, with this one. But the biggest thing that I got out of some of this uh, email was people are sick and tired of it sick and tired of it so should motorcycle clubs care well there's a couple ways of looking at that you can stick to the thinking that hey what everybody else says about us doesn't matter or you can say well wait a second here man if we lose their support and the independent support how are we going to fight all the profiling going on I don't know if a lot of people that get involved in that stuff thinks about it that way or it's they they're in their own little world their own little bubble uh, I know a lot of tensions have been flaring up on the streets between clubs which hey that's club stuff man they're gonna handle it the way they are but when you openly start doing stuff in an establishment around civilians that's when you lose support of a lot of people, man. That stuff down in Waco, that started a lot of this profiling crap. 
and it spilled out as we did that uh, story the other day to just a regular Joe Schmo biker. And I've even taken heat. And you know what? I had to stand back after I read this and, you know, analyze everything. Because I do take a lot of heat, especially from a lot of haters that say all you ever do is support a club no matter what. Well, I, you know what? I might sound that way. You know, I have to admit when I'm wrong. I might go 100% Hall's balls behind them. But again, I like to look at the story that's in front of me. I don't like basing my opinions on a broad uh, stroke of a brush. So, I come at it from that angle, but then I look at it, you know, I'll rewatch a couple of the videos or listen to the on the radio and say, you know what, some of these people have a point about how I cover this stuff. And the best thing that I could do is try to fix it. And that's why today... I'll give the civilian side of the story or independence, whatever you want to, you know, might say one thing that has really been a huge topic in the last couple years since I've actually got on the radio and stuff has been MC protocol. Uh, a lot of people complaining about it. Uh, a lot of people saying, you know what, that's an outdated practice. So, I try to look at that incident that I'm about to show and try to look at the argument from that side. And it starts making a lot of sense. It really does. People just don't want it anymore. People want to live free and that's what the the biker lifestyle is supposed to be you know one hater came back at me and said you know what for people that talk about freedom there sure are a lot of damn rules to follow why would anybody want to follow all those rules if they supposedly wanted to be free and I think that's the first time old Hollywood uh, got shut up because you really can't come back with an answer on that one because, you know, like I said, I'm not always right. You know, what I say is not gospel. It's just opinion. So he made a fair point. Why would anybody want to be a part of that type of stuff? And a lot is going to say, well, the brotherhood, uh, the reputation, all that good stuff. That's why a lot of people want to be in it. You know, because I did ask that question and, you know, you heard Black Dragon even answer that question I posed to him on his show was what's the fascination with clubs and, you know, reputation, the brotherhood came up. But if you really dig down onto the street, get off of social media. It's like, damn, man, it's a whole different world that, uh, you know, I've been presenting uh, and I take the blame for that uh, I've been presented way on one side of the spectrum instead of in the middle uh, there's other protocol channels doing the same damn thing because uh, you know let's face it MC clubs it's an interesting topic you know my biker news stuff hey you know if you're in the news I'm going to cover it and most of the time yeah it's bad I'm not going to you know say it isn't you know but 
you know, when people talk on the protocol channels or other biker channels, the ones that have the most, and I looked at this, the ones that have the most subscribers, and I'm talking on YouTube, I'm not talking on uh, Spotify or any of that stuff, because that's a whole different ball game than what uh, YouTube or the video platforms. Two different things, two different type of people on that. You know, where I always say, you know, that's my wheelhouse on the radio. That's why you see me in a radio studio, uh, because that's where I like to be. But the video stuff I was talking about now, the ones who don't talk about clubs, the ones who really focus on what this lifestyle is all about, the fun, the partying, the riding, working on bikes, are the ones that are always over 100,000 subscribers. That should be very, very telling to people. Very telling. People are interested in the true lifestyle. They're really not interested in motorcycle club, the rights, the profiling. They get upset when they get profiled, yeah. But they really don't care much about is what's happening in the clubs. And I was going to actually, you know, before I did this show, but uh, I got busy uh, messing around with the trailer. And by the way, guys, I got Cash App. Dollar sign Motorcycle Madhouse. Help me out there. $2 goes a long way. But I was going to talk to BD and say, damn, man, have you ever analyzed these other YouTube channels? Have you seen the trend where people like seeing and learning about the true things that go on into the scene? Now, I have already said that, you know, I believe the MC scene is just a small, small part of what it is to be in the, the lifestyle. From a guy like me, my age, it's like, man, that's all I used to know. But now, uh-uh, they'd rather see motorcycle rallies, having the fun, the bands, watching somebody work on their motorcycle, taking a nice long ride, motovlogging's big. Subjects that don't pertain to clubs. And that should be a warning sign, if you ask me. Again, I, clubs are going to say, I don't give a shit. Well, okay, it's up to you. That's your peril, man. But a lot of people don't get into it. It's not like it used to be, is what I'm saying. So, stuff what I'm about to show you in this video, it's really turning people off. Let's go to the video, man. If you're over on Spotify, iTunes, and all that, get over here to YouTube and check it out. I wasn't afraid of you. It's down now. Hey. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> Bro, what the fuck hey, just happened? Yeah, that, uh, what a video, huh? I'll show it again at the uh, end of show in my final thoughts. Uh, but he took a swing at a woman. The woman just cracked his ass and uh, pushed him over the, the banister and sent him on his way. His, uh, I guess the bandito's old lady walked with him, held him uh, up and stuff. But, you know, the citizen uh, was going to throw a chair. Uh, the whole nine yards, man. People are not into it anymore. I, you know what? Seeing that video... You can tell people are sick and tired of it. Sick and tired of it. Now, I don't know what all the politics that are going on. I'm not from freaking Texas. Uh, but this was at the Blue 32 Bar and Grill in Fort Worth. And, you know, he basically said, let's see here. Because uh, I got to protect his identity. People were there trying to have a good time. Uh... The banditos started uh, crap with civilians and other bikers in order for the bars. And I guess this a lot of bars around Texas are not allowing the banditos in anymore. Uh, I guess the banditos, their support clubs, because there's been a lot of problems with them. Let's see here. Uh, same uh, he goes and says, saying uh, we are all tired of their shit. Uh the whole nine yards on that again i can't go into the email on uh because i got to keep that stuff confidential when i get that type of stuff but uh this is a guy uh that's in texas and he's his profession keeps him close to uh, the bikers and stuff sad state of affairs man when the public turns against you but what's even worse is the media hasn't got a hold of that yet that was from somebody that was actually there that sent me this. And once it gets out in the media, man, it's going to be a freaking a nightmare. But my one question is, how in the hell do you put a, a bar or an establishment in a bad position knowing that they've already went through restrictions with this COVID stuff? People are losing their businesses all over this country. All over it. So yeah, when somebody comes in there starting crap, now again, I don't have the bandito story if they want to give me a statement or something to read because I know most of them won't talk to media. Go for it. I'll uh, make sure I get your side of the story out on there. But video, like I say, it's hard to freaking uh, go against that, man. Uh, I've done a lot where we've seen cops going against bikers on video, and I always hit them. But, you know, at the same time, you see something like this. Dude actually threw a punch at the broad. Broad wasn't taking it, man. She a mean broad. <laughs> she wasn't taking it. You know, and uh, pushing them right over, man. Get the hell out of here. So that just if that video does not show you that people are sick and tired of all the shenanigans, I don't know what will, man. I don't know what will. This is a different time period. This is uh, uh 2020. This ain't the old days. 
Actually, you know what? In the old days, people were like this before all the, you know, because of all the crap. Then it calmed down to where bikers are cool. And now it's becoming, hey, wait a second, man. Bikers are cool, but we don't like clubs. We're not going to be dictated to. <sighs> what can I say, you know? I heard that from a lot of people that uh, email me and stuff. Hey, we, the, we're not going to be dictated to anymore. This is a free country. We ain't doing nothing to them. We don't want nothing to do with them. We don't care if they're a dominant or not. That's their argument. And that's why you're seeing a lot of pop-up clubs. Because they just want to do their own thing. When it comes down to a dominant having a say over a riding club, I think it's like gone too far, don't you? Because it seems like every time you turn around, everything's changing. Just depends who's in charge that day. And that's when people say, well, you know what? Enough's enough. I can go ride with my friends. I can go ride and uh, do this and do that. We're not hurting anybody. We're not claiming any territory. We don't want to party with you. We don't want anything to do with you. We just want to be left alone. Uh, you know what? It would be very interesting to hear BD's uh, outlook on this one. So if you're listening, BD, I think you should make a video about this, man. You know, give a non-biased view on some of the stuff that I brought up today. Even, uh, you know, with me, you know, looking at the other uh, platforms. If those numbers can tell us what is going on as creators, I think we should take that advice, man. I'm always going to do biker news, though. But I'm talking about, you know, right now I've been doing the stand-along blogs. Talking about various subjects, and I really do try to stay away from clubs because I'm going to be, you know, I was uh, real straightforward. Other than biker news, I really don't care. I, I, it's just putting it out there. I'm one of them guys that recommend riding clubs. Stay away from all the craps. You don't need it. A lot of people say it's a second job, which it is. And you kind of have to listen to all opinions. Because when the dude brought up, well, they got more rules than anything. And how is that freedom? You can't freaking argue with that one, man. I just can't. So let me know what you guys think. I know you guys are going to want to see the uh, video again. I'll play it right here. Go to a commercial break, and we'll be right back. And then you'll get to see it at the end of the show because uh, I know a lot of people come in at the end of the show. So take a look. Get 
your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock on. A little bit of news. Uh, also, I'm going to be uh, talking about the Wall of Shame coming up. Yeah, I was trying to get a real cool intro to it. That way it looks all cool, <laughs> but I couldn't figure it out. So we're back to the Wall of Shame the way it was. Also, we do have our Cash App if you want to donate to the show. Dollar Sign Motorcycle Madhouse. All your help is appreciated during these times, man, of censorship. <laughs> if you don't know what censorship is, just look at that. Uh, what happened uh, with Facebook and Twitter, man. Holy cow, with that one story. The biggest October surprise dropped, and they don't want nobody to see it. That's pretty bad. Anyway, messagemedia.co. Motorcycle track gets nod from the county. Hell yeah. The Atkin uh, County Board approved moving forward October 6th with the Norseman Motorcycle Club's plan to use land in Wagner Township as a motorcycle riding trail area. That's badass, I think, but wait, but wait. You got all your environmental idiots out there that are protesting now. The board approved the request from Terry Nell, the county's environmental uh, service director, that the environmental S, uh, assessment work uh, she completed on the land was sufficient and that a more in-depth study was not needed. Neff said that uh, the 30-day comment period on the EAW ended on September 9th and that while there were objections logged, there were enough to trigger another study. Well, it's not that there won't be noise or there won't be traffic, said Neff. Also added that there would be an environmental impact. The question was, quote, whether it would be significant. Do you notice when any time somebody's trying, and you know what? I'm huge on the environment, okay? I'm huge on it. I'm an outdoors guy. I love the environment, but you're going too freaking far, you greenies. Uh... Neighbors adjoining the property showed up to eject the plan, saying that the EAW wasn't enough and that the group has already frightened off wildlife and created noise issues. <sighs> Ain't it funny? You know, I will keep on going. We submitted a sound sample who attended the meeting with his wife, Sandy. The wildlife stuff was not addressed in the EAW. We own that property to hunt and fish and live there. Animals don't just come back. It was not adequately addressed. His wife Sandy added, This spring when we were out turkey hunting, they were out riding. That by the time she got her cell phone out to record the incident, the riders were gone. Quote, Without proof, we are not believed. Can any of you imagine being on your own property having to prove that you're in the right and they are in the wrong. They're going to break the noise pollution laws. I'm going to have to prove it, make them do it beforehand. Neff had mentioned that additional noise study could be required as part of the conditional use permit and that the CUP had yet to be approved and that the club had 11 specific points it had to meet in order to get the CUP. Well, that didn't make any sense. I thought they got the nod. But anyway, the Norseman's Motorcycle Club's plan to use land 
uh, is pending uh, that special permit stuff, but a motorcycle trail riding area, that's pretty cool. Because I don't, you know, it depends on what state you live in. Like in Illinois, you don't got a lot of freaking trails here to ride. You know, that's BS, man. So hopefully it goes good for you guys. Now, good news, good news. Uh, a judge, remember we were covering this story, everybody was worried about his Miranda rights. Uh, his rights were not violated after the crash that killed seven. A judge ruled against a request by a pickup dr truck driver, and you got to put that out there. He was driving a pickup uh, truck with a long uh, trailer. And it turned, he's not a, I wouldn't even give him the honor of being called a freaking truck driver. Uh, charged with causing the deaths of seven motorcyclists to leave some statements made to police out of his upcoming trial. Attorneys for the driver said their client in, uh, indicated during a police interview that he was not able to continue the interview and that the continuation of questioning was a violation of the driver's Miranda rights. Quote, right now... I don't even want to answer anything like I'm just out of it, he's told police, according to the transcripts. Police halted the interview briefly before continuing to question him about drug use and his actions the day of the crash. Prosecutors argued his comment was ambiguous and did not merit ending the interview. Superior Court Judge Pete Bornstein concluded that the driver's statements were not sufficiently unambiguous and that his Miranda rights were not violated. He pleaded not guilty to multiple counts of negligent homicide and driving under the influence. Uh, the crash happened uh, June 21st of uh, 2019. The members were vic uh, the victims, members of the Jarheads Motorcycle Club were from New Hampshire, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island. So that's some good news right there. Now let's jump to Corey Graff's Wall of Shame, man. Hey, if you guys can come up with a good intro and stuff for this, that'd be awesome, man, because I really want to you know, highlight this segment. Cincinnati police officer arrested on felony charges. Well, that is not, uh, you know, out of the ordinary. Uh, this out of Fox News 19, uh, the Cincinnati Police uh, Department is investigating one of its own after she was arrested on Monday, according to Lieutenant Saunders. CPT Officer Cynthia Souter, who worked in the Central Business District, was arrested for theft in office, a felony of the fourth degree, an unauthorized use of property, a felony of the fifth. Souter was charged of in charge of lost property a grand jury determined uh, she used her position to assist in the theft offense from january 4th until jan or that was 2015 to 2020 man five years she's stealing something uh suitor would take uh, lost items turned into the police the documents say the value of the stolen amount is between thousand and seventy five hundred when Souter moved out of her apartment, the new tenant found some of the stolen items she had left behind. Dummy. <laughs> now, Bronx Times! East Bronx probation officer arrested after holding down her boyfriend for son to beat. Police have arrested a New York City probation officer on assault charges after she was allegedly involved in an aggressive domestic violence incident. 
This afternoon, well, when it was happened, inside a niece Bronx home, Joan Shrud reportedly held her boyfriend down to a bed so that her son could punch the man in the face. Law enforcement says the incident arose from a verbal dispute and that Stroud was arrested around noon. At this time, police did not identify the address where the attack happened. Anyone with information regarding, uh, oh, that was talking about that. Anyway, that is Corey Grass Wall of Shame. And yeah, don't forget, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, guys. Save them tatas. China Doll from Hollywood and China Doll Evening Show. Join us Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for some fun times and very interesting entertainment. See you there, boys. Okay, I just want to make sure everybody knows that I'm uh, just reporting on this. And I'm going to read a little bit more of the email so you get a little bit uh, more in-depth of what the incident uh, is about, I guess. Uh, and uh, the troubles that some of the bar owners are facing right now. And according to this email, now I have not verified this. I haven't verified anything. Just putting it out there. You guys decide what you want to decide. Uh, let's see here. The bandits have put such a green light on uh, all these clubs, and I'm not mentioning the clubs that he put, that they are going as far as destroying the establishment in which these clubs frequent, and the public and bar owners are tired of it. They're not lo only losing revenue to COVID, but to the people who quit coming because they're afraid of bandits opening fire on another club. Here in the last few weeks, all the bars and grills have made a stand to inform their customers that the bandits and anyone who supports them isn't allowed in their establishments. Again, I have not, again, I have not verified this. This is just coming from the source. Just coming from the source, so don't call it, uh, you know, get on me. So, you know, that's a little bit, you know, it's a long email. It talks about different incidences that I'm not uh, comfortable going in with over the, the show. But it is news. It is news. And some of that video you can see, uh, the guy almost knocked the hell out of him with that freaking chair. Uh, and then that woman uh, pushing him over the banister. Basically, it ran him out of the bar, man. And now, I guess, according to this email that bar owners are sick of it and then people are going to go around after seeing some of this type of stuff and that's when you have to go and look at the bar side of the issue well look what just happened in my establishment there ain't going to be no more club colors in this establishment that's what starts all the crap with these no color signs now, if you want to get pissed because I'm putting the other side of the, the spectrum out, another opinion out there, then be pissed. You know, 
I'm not going to be one of them guys. And, you know, I looked at it saying, oh, damn, man, I have been hardcore on that one side. I haven't gave the other side of the issue, which this show prides itself on. So we're going to give both sides. That incident right there, I have to say, is the reason why you see all the club color stuff and you can get pissed off all you want when you do see them. Well, that's uh, discrimination. That's profiling. Let me ask you something. If you own that bar, honestly now, honestly, would you let that happen again after you sink your life savings into a place like that for it to be tore up? To have your customers, you know, driven away? Would you do that? Hell no, you wouldn't. I don't care who you are, no, you wouldn't. And if you say you would, you're a freaking idiot and you're a fool and you're lying. Because when you got 200 grand into a damn place, that's all you've ever had. You worked your entire life to get 200 grand to open the place. You don't want it destroyed. That's just my opinion on it. Let me know what you guys think, man. Put it in the, the description, or not in the description, put it in uh, the comment section uh, over on uh, Spotify and stuff. You can actually leave us a message. So all you have to do is hit uh, leave a message and it, uh, you know, forward to me what your thoughts are. So hopefully you guys uh, got a lot out of this show, man. And you got to see both sides of the coin. Are you? Let's just ask the question. Are you tired of this type of stuff going on? I'll leave it at that. Talk to you guys later. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to the Hollywood and China Dow show. A lot of fun stuff over there, man. She's doing a lot of video blogs herself, and it's funny as hell sometimes. So I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>